when we look at social media when we look at youtube when we look at a lot of influencers who are in the fitness space their body and the way how they project it with the lighting the editing and all of that sometimes it looks realistic and you feel like you know you want to achieve that and having goal like that it just messes your psyche you know like i want to be more like this i want to have big yeah. abs like it becomes more aesthetic focused yeah and all of those fitness influencers are this is going to be a bit controversial those fitness influencers are not natural mm. to achieve that kind of body they have sacrificed a lot of things yeah yeah A Sankarshan Joshi trip. So man, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing great. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Sankarshan Joshi trip. In this episode, we have Aniket. So Aniket, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank you for deciding to do this. Like your time is much appreciated. So you're here for the first time, and people are my audience are listening to you for the first time. it would be great for them to hear who you are from you so i'm just a guy who likes to lift and likes to do business <laughs> simple as that man <laughs> but yeah in a like in the country right now it's more likely to be an entrepreneur because the, there's mm. like lack of jobs currently yeah and especially engineers and doctors are we have, we have like too many engineers doctors <laughs> so from the very start i thought of doing some business and i like the sport of powerlifting since like 2016 because of some people like when i was growing up i used to watch omar yusuf silent mike and bunch of other people krishan guzman was also there krishan guzman is like like a big thing now in like okay. usa he has his own big gym like his gym is known as alpha land okay Oh, it's I a think very I've heard very very big gym. He was into fitness. Hmm. He was into physique, bodybuilding type of things. So aesthetics. Aesthetics, yeah. But Omar Yusuf and other people were into like started just they 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 just started the powerlifting journey on the side. Okay. So I got very motivated from that particular people. And in India, there was guy known as Shreyas Kamath. Hmm. He's from Mangalore. So that guy also started like. doing the specific three movements squat bench and deadlift which are required in powerlifting so i got like motivation from that itself like if these people can do it why can't i hmm. so i just grinded like <laughs> how many years i don't remember i started like lifting when i was like 15 or 16 now i'm in like 26 so it's been like 10 11 years a decade a decade yeah a decade is gone like lifting it's but fun when you start <laughs> lifting it will be fun yeah so powerlifting is one of your major part of you if i can say powerlifting yeah. and also business right business. you also have would you like to shed more light on that like what do you do from the business i would like point? to share some light on the powerlifting business i have okay so uh when i started powerlifting in india there is no specific accessories like when you have like a wrist straps liquid chalk smelling salts we didn't have any companies at the my time when i started the business a decade back not a decade, decade back, back you started lifting probably 6 6 7 years ago okay in 2018 or like 17 we started the business so what happened is i was looking for liquid chalk 
online and at that time i just was a kid who was who loved lifting and didn't had too much like too much cash in the hand <laughs> like every middle class story so i was just looking for liquid chalk and i searched for it it costed like 2 to 3k for a small bottle 50 ml bottle okay so i thought what is in this liquid chalk that it's that this much, expensive this expensive yeah so i started researching i was a science student like not that great but i was <laughs> from a science background my father is engineer so i had like some expertise in man, like opening the things reverse engineering things so i just did some research about it and i thought this is like not a big deal we can make this at home so we started the business from the home itself we started making liquid chalk i sold it for like 180 or 150 rupees i don't remember clearly at that time i just made one bottle for me to use it in gym so people started asking bro where did you got this mm-hmm. i also want one so like that the business started that's very interesting because you wanted to solve that problem for yourself and yeah. that in turn solve problem for other people yeah and now that's a business yeah i'm very selfish guy that way <laughs> no i think every business starts that way right like it, like it looks to solve problem but if that's problem something that you are facing that would make it even more personalized right yeah that's why i like the brand and to be very honest the brand didn't start as grind gear it started as overload gear okay Uh, my friend chirag sharma and i like had a, like he was my gym partner at time so we are like let's make a company of our the same <laughs> so we started that way and after some time he moved to canada for bigger and better things i stayed over here after that the partnership got to my mother and after that time after some time a friend like uh, someone approached from uh, like me from instagram his name was anirudh chetty he had a company known as the grind life okay so in 2019 we had a partnership so the company overload gear transformed into grind gear hmm. the grind life a grind and my company gear that <laughs> way we merged over there and after some time he also left for bigger and better things he got married he is like very good guy <laughs> because of him like the business started <clears throat> i got some experience from him because he's from a business his family is from a business background he taught me a lot of things about business and how to like like handle business and all <clears throat> so i got a lot of insight from anirudh learnings learnings yeah so after that he got married in lockdown i guess he got married i was not able to attend his marriage because of the covid situation over there and over here itself uh and after that we dissolved the partnership over there we uh recruited all the stocks over there he sent me all the remaining stocks uh and after that we made a company called as grand gear powerlifting llp okay so now are you the sole owner no my mom and me are you also. and your mom okay. yeah so you went all the way around and came back home yeah <laughs> to sum it up sum it up yeah that's very interesting man that's very interesting yeah i guess so how did you deal that dynamic so one thing that uh, about businesses and when you do it with friends right if you are not very matured about it it becomes messy right messy, like when you yeah. get so how was that situation where with 
Chirag who got married and No no then... he didn't got married he moved to Canada okay for studies Who's the other person who Anirudh Chetty Okay so he when you diluted that uh, mm-hmm. business was it like you bought back his like his share of the company or like no was it based off like mutual friendship mutual friendship man he's mm. a very good guy he's like uh, we have like some stock left over mm. you can just buy right off me okay that's how it went yeah mm. and still we we are on good terms like we have some sometimes we have a long calls like how you how's life how's life and all that conversation how's lifting yeah because he was in australia mm. and in australia there's a big culture of powerlifting mm. okay. he was a student over there so he thought same like had the same idea like me come over here and he started the business hmm so now let's talk about the powerlifting scene in india like what do you think about the powerlifting scene right now it's growing the least slowly to say but surely yeah and since 2016 i have seen a lot of growth in powerlifting yeah. <laughs> I, hmm. i was not expecting the sport to grow this much but it has grown you know the reason why i wanted to talk to you why i was super excited was because when i was just seeing your profile right the dots is connected because i was at a place in my life where i wanted to focus on the big three lifts the bench uh the squat deadlift and also overhead press like these were the four foundational lifts that i wanted to get better at and get stronger at it my the journey the before when i started right i was really insecure of the way how i looked and i was i was not obese or fat but i was very subtly fat shamed by my friends so i thought you know this was the sole reason like now i have to lose this pounds mm-hmm. and then i have to get fit so that was my main like main agenda so i started lifting because i wanted to look better and that took me to a point where i was eating two meals a day okay. and i was working out for two hours i lost 25 to 30 kilos of my weight and i was i was slowly overtraining so then i realized that if aesthetics is my main aim it's very subjective right like i look at myself in the mirror i look at the parts where i have fat so other people when they see i might not look fat to them but when i look at myself i might be like hmm, maybe i can shed this fat mm. or i can be even more ripped so i thought aesthetics is so subjective then i thought you know what let's i heard this statement on a podcast i listened to it's a fitness podcast called mind pump shout out to them so they told me that like when if like when you reach a dead end probably change your goal so then i thought you know from aesthetics let me go to strength let strength be the focus because strength is very quantitative like quantitative yeah quantitative right like you know that you have lift 30 kg yeah and there is no nothing else to that like it's just a fact just a fact so then when i started lifting that that took me to a point where i started ego lifting okay so that took me to ego lifting road so my entire fitness journey was just in a way very self reflective and mm. like my own insecurities so then i thought you know what i don't have to prove anything to anyone like i don't have to do anything so then i had that inner realization then i started working on form like how to like doing the exercise with good form then now i started like putting more focus on powerlifting so i thought you know talking to you might might actually help my journey and also people who maybe want to change their fitness goals and move towards strength orientation yeah strength orientation actually helps uh, like not competing in a powerlifting competition but just training the three movements i'll tell you one story uh, <laughs> recently what happened that not recently like a year ago 
someone parked the car behind my car so i was not able to get out so what we did like we me and my friend like, like just hold the car and just push it away <laughs> you just lift the car yeah i have a video <laughs> of it you can share it if you want <laughs> so i was just felt like that can what uh, like that is what powerlifting can do for you mm. application like, of strength just general when you get uh, decently strong enough you can do anything you can just lift a bike and keep it over there mm. it helps in the day to day task also and uh, there are some studies showing like it can help uh, the bones get stronger over mm. time yeah yeah uh, especially if you have uh, studied this or not uh, astronaut have to weight train in the space also okay but they don't have the apparatus to tra- train so they created the own apparatus so it can uh, have some resistance training on the space station okay oh that's the thing people are out there in space doing resistance training but people right now are still counting calories and doing cardio yeah <laughs> i don't like cardio is a good thing man i do cardio right now i like did like 6000 steps so cardio is the main thing to remain like healthy if you want to run you can run hmm. like uh, right now i'm getting a bit leaner i'm changing body weight categories so i need that uh, healthy thing not a healthy thing but yeah i would say like cardio helps a lot because when you are doing like strength lifting you need some food in, in there yeah and i can't starve myself so of course i my coach aman nutrition coach he had a good idea of adding some light weight cardio it doesn't have any effect on my strength like it, it it has like but it's like a very minute effect on the strength less stressful modes of cardio like yeah, walking just a, just very slow cardio mm. like on my own like around i do like 10k steps a day mm. averages around 12k steps a day depending upon how fast i go mm. and what cardio type i do okay yeah i so before i thought of the same i thought cardio could be anything right like it could be movement and when i am lifting weight that's also stress on the body right and sometimes you may not get good sleep and i used to have like my walking hours like my 9 to 5 would end at like 10 or 11 i thought just going for a walk after that would relieve my stress stress and be calming i thought that would do recently i heard that you do cardio for the health of your heart right like and your lungs not to lose body fat or yeah. not to do Just that to but healthy. yeah and i heard that increasing that capacity that cardiovascular capacity might increase your strength gains muscle yeah, gains yeah obviously it will yeah so now slowly i'm starting to do like cardio like jump rope uh i am slowly introducing that for this specific reason yeah because when your focus is to lose weight or lose fat it won't like end you in good places is what i feel just make it a part of a life yeah that will take yeah. you a long way yeah though foundation make it a make it your foundation yeah basic yeah. foundation like when you wake up you brush your teeth yeah when you wake up go for a walk yeah 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 you know thinking it this way actually helped me because when we look at social media when we look at youtube when we look at a lot of influencers who are in the fitness space their body and the way how they projected with the lighting the editing and all of that sometimes it looks realistic and you feel like you know you want to achieve that and having goal like that it just messes your psyche you know like it it's like you know i 
I want to be more like this. I want to have yeah. ripped abs. Like it becomes more aesthetic focused. So having it in your routine. Now my goal is in a week. Did I do it consistently? Like in a month, did I consistently yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> goal becomes more of that. Yeah, and all of those fitness influences are like this is going to be a bit controversial. Those fitness influences are not natural. Hmm. To achieve that kind of body, they have sacrificed a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. There's one more thing. They just show the good part of the day they have, but they can't show what kind of yeah. negativity they have. Some people are just coming up with the negativity. Like yeah. what all effects does uh, a performance-enhancing drug have on the m- mental side of things? People get like body dysmorphia at some yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because those are very bad things, man. Yeah. And so don't recommend like childrens doing it. I've seen childrens doing it. Mm-hmm. Not childrens like teenagers doing it just to look like someone, and they ending up like in a bad situation. Of course. That's a ba- bad thing. yeah and also a lot of the like when you take chemicals like this right could be steroids or could be anything and there are few things that you take i don't remember the name they fall under the category of research so there is no restriction on that like you can buy over the counter like there are some drugs like that as well right Why that also you inject i don't remember the specific name of it mm-hmm. but i heard that you know there is something like this we just call the performance enhancing drugs yeah performance yeah yeah so few of them fall under research category that are still available you can order them online oh. and some of them are like properly okay. banned so <clears throat> people are finding different routes to sell them as long as people want to but uh, if you're competing in powerlifting na hmm. uh, in my federation uh, international powerlifting federation you can't take like any types of drugs even if you take too much caffeine they will <laughs> like around like uh, 500 mg it can get detected and you may get caught and may okay. banned for life okay only on a international stage not in india it's uh there were like testing done uh, in the last national i had been played but it's not that great hmm. to be very honest people are still using peds in competitions i'm not uh, like bad mouthing any federation over here just the truth man yeah it's the fact it's the fact like people are out there cheating system i've seen them doing in front of my eyes they're like kya kar lega tu and they still lose from me so that's a big thing eh? <laughs> yeah 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 uh, i don't care <laughs> as as far as i'm winning yeah one thing that we haven't touched upon is you representing india in mm-hmm. powerlifting powerlifting let's talk about that for a second thank you for doing that because i mean in a way when you talk about someone representing your country and you won right you no, won the you won the second se- you won silver that's a big deal right so thank you for that and congrats thank you man so how was that experience like it was good man uh, it was my first experience like going international to represent india on a big platform it was a asia platform so in 2019 uh i won like uh, uh nationals i got a gold medal i broke like three records wow uh and <laughs> after that when you get a gold in uh in nationals you have a choice of playing either asia worlds or asia pacific so the asia meet was in december so i was like let's choose the asia meet because worlds it's a big competition over there 
I won't even like be in the top ten list according to the world standard currently. <laughs> so I was like, let's play Asia. Let's get some medal for India. Not for India especially. I was a bit selfish. I like खिले कुछ लाते medal वगैरह. So we did that. Uh, we had a lot of fun experiences, a lot of bad experiences. Uh, I'll tell you a story from the competition. Before the competition, I was cutting weight. to make weight i i played in the competition i was supposed to be around below 105 but i was around 1 108 okay so i had to water cut so i did like the water cut for a week there's a, a simple procedure of it i have video on youtube how to do it there are many many videos on uh, youtube how to water cut for powerlifting competition so we did that and i was around like 104 After weighing, uh, I had to regain all the weight to gain like <laughs> something like to maintain the strength. So I drank a lot of water. I drank a lot of electrolytes. After that, I uh, I was not able to digest it. I had some digestion issue. So everything came out. Oh my god! I started puking all over. People are looking like what the guy is doing. <laughs> I was thinking like I'm done. I was not able to play the competition. I will never be able to play competition. I just missed a big opportunity. to play competition and after vomiting i got a big cramp in my stomach abdominal region yeah stomach so i was not able to stand up properly so i sat in like the cobra pose you know the cobra pose right the yoga the like you mean this like you sit on no. your legs like this no, no. Uh, oh yeah, i get that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in that it it comes in surya namaskar yeah, so one namaskar, position yeah yeah. yeah yeah the cope yeah. so because i was not able to uh, stand up properly i was just in a stretching position it was a bit comfortable that way okay so you had to work i was there in the position for like 30 minutes okay and suddenly I, uh, someone comes like you are next oh my god i was like uh, let's go i uh, like did a, a small change i i told the guys I won't be able to lift my first attempt. We can change that. They're like, cool, no show. I changed my first attempt was like around two sixty kg. I changed it to one eighty kg. So one eighty kg. What not... was it? Deadlift, squat, first bench. Uh, in powerlifting competition, first is always squat. Mm -hmm. After squat comes bench, and after bench, the last is deadlift event. So in the squat, I was like, first let's get the number on the stage, then we can do anything. <laughs> so I did one eighty. One day is nothing, just like warm up for me. So after one eighty kg, we ran back down in the warm up area. We uh, started warm warming up from two twenty and two fifty. After two fifty, we came back up in a hurry, and I gave my second attempt, two sixty kg, two sixty or two sixty five. I don't remember clearly. After that, it cleared. It got three white lights, so that means good lift. <laughs> and after that i gave my last attempt as 270 kg so that also got cleared and after that I did my bench press uh, the last attempt of the bench press i it was around like 177.5 kg and deadlift was 280 kg something like that if i remember clearly it was a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> but what got you into powerlifting for me right Like I told you, I had my body image issues, and then I started working out for that. And all the people that I know, in a way, uh, started lifting weight because they wanted to shed some pound, lose body fat, 
and then look ripped aesthetics was the purpose of why most of the people start what was your reason like why same you same as i want to look good but when i started powerlift like the normal gym journey i my idol was arnold okay arnold okay. salman khan <laughs> those guys and after some time i realized like arnold was not natural hmm. heartbreak heartbreak <laughs> ho gaya mera i was like how then this fitness influences came along omar isof silent mike uh lot more i don't remember the name currently so if i get some time i'll just text you the names so these guys like told like explained like why bodybuilding is not a great way hmm. if you want to do it naturally because it takes a lot of time and you need to be very patient like very very patient for that particular muscle to grow hmm. that big yeah so like let's grow the muscle hmm. but also have some goal hmm. so powerlifting was that particular thing what got like into lifting and having fun okay because just going to the gym and just lifting some weight it was not my style hmm. and i have to have some like uh result hmm. so if i lifted like uh, 100 kg today i can just add like 5 kg in the next week and 5 kg in the next week and 5 kg in the next week hmm. so that has a quantitative progress in it yeah yeah progress that you can see see actually but it can't go forever it's yeah. not a linear progress yeah it will have some dips and highs and lows of course so uh, as a beginner you will see linear progress to like one two years depending upon how beginner are you but uh, my beginner stage got over and i started learning more things about powerlifting and i got deep into the art rabbit hole <laughs> like what is powerlifting how can we program for it okay so i like in 2019 i was like still a beginner at that time when when I, you when you competed yeah i was just doing some random programs i didn't have a specific coach but how like were you were you intrinsically good at powerlifting i have no idea man i mean like how <laughs> you I'm just not got very good i am not good at what at anything i mean intrinsically some people have that right like genetically their it's ability to grow muscle like, they, they they have so some people have that advantage of genetics right in off very minor uh, yeah so some people i was seeing at the gym with bad form they had this very raw strength you know what i mean ah. like they were able to lift that weight even if they had bad form that raw strength compensated for their bad form yeah you're actually talking about a real athlete hmm hmm Nowadays, did you have something like that in you because as i was a football player na huh. it was baked into me okay because of playing different sports i used to play hockey also i used to play a bit of basketball a bit of volleyball now i started i used to play table tennis so i used to play sports hmm. so i had some of the raw thing over there i like abhi karna hi hai aggression aggression that, yeah yeah the athlete mentality athlete mentality is the most thing man hmm. if you get hurt it's like i can't remain this way for my entire life i need yeah. to change something yeah 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 you know that's another interesting thing few years back like i told you right i had this i slowly burned my calories i was having two meals like i told you and i was training for two hours cut my workout in half one hour a day and then increase bump my calories i wanted to have like bulk and then my arms grew 
very rapidly it, it was like they were waiting for food you know mm. like it, it grew rapidly and then slowly as i was getting stronger i got addicted to that you know like now i want to get stronger 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 so some days you have good days some days you have bad, bad days, days right like based on that you have to give the like you need to look at how much stress you're giving on your body i used to do my max lift twice so so i used to do push pull legs on deadlift i like my max was 100 kg that's the amount of deadlift i was able to do 2 3 years back and i used to do push pull legs push pull legs we missed twice twice i used to do that oh so i used to just max 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 and i just hit a what's it called a plateau like where i was not growing i was just there and recently after that i realized you know this is not how it goes i need to like cut my workouts even more i need to uh, program better so recently i started doing more like full body workout thrice a week mm-hmm. and one day i had very less time so i didn't spend a lot of time warming up and the the previous night i slept in a very wrong position so i went to do deadlift it was how much it was 40 50 kg which was 50% to what i could maximum lift and then i just had a cramp in my lower back okay and for the next like 3 4 days i was not able to move that's when i realized like you know when it comes to when you focus on strength right foundation becomes so core like by foundation i mean before you go to your core lift right like you don't you keep your ego outside you keep everything outside you you prep properly and then you go for the lift am not I... exactly true but depends upon uh, the cramps could be due to a majority of things <clears throat> there are variable factors to yeah. pain and all so cramp cause of cramps could be a uh, lack of water hmm uh lack of some salts hmm. potassium hmm. or your salts okay. table salt normal table salt that can be a uh, stress that can also influence some cramps okay overuse of the muscle hmm improper diet hmm. digestion issue there are variable factors more yeah. more factors than this hmm. that can induce cramps because i had a lot of cramps yeah, <laughs> yeah i can course, i can i, I sound like a bit of expertise in it mm. so for that stuff you can't blame the lift because mm. i like personally i like do a very less warm up in my but that's completely my uh, point of view i don't like wasting the time because i have some limited time in a day to work out so i just do specific warm ups for my specific lifts okay for example if i'm doing deadlifts i'll just warm up the specific uh uh motion that i do for deadlifts for example i i'll go with the empty bar i'll do some slow uh, eccentrics with the tempo on uh that helps me prime up for the deadlift hmm. because i don't think that's my opinion again <laughs> uh you need tons of warm up but you need some warm up before the lift like specific warm up i think so i for example I, i'll just hmm. give a small example okay if you are playing cricket hmm. you will warm up your hands or your legs both like majorly think i you will say if you have lack of time you will just do the specific movement 
Okay. That's why players when they come out they do the specific Drive, movement. Drives. Yeah. yeah. Because they want to be strong at the particular drive. Yeah. This makes sense. Yeah. This makes sense to me. And this I just thought it of this now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it completely makes sense because you are prepping your body to do that particular particular movement. Particular movement. And you you're prepping your body to put load on that movement. Because yeah. At the scale that you are doing, that's a lot of weight, right? That's just adaptation. Hmm. Human body is is a very good uh, type of a sponge. It can adapt hmm. a lot of time. If you are taking out of the like taking out the stress very easily, hmm. if hmm. the recovery part is very good, you will be able to adapt to anything. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You know, for any compound movement, like I, I'm not educated in this field. Let me just give this disclaimer. I mean, you might have figured that out by now. Anything that I'm doing, it's mostly like boot camp, workshop-ish. I'm experimenting things on myself. And I study good content. And like long-form content, not the very short-short yeah. content. Either I listen to various podcasts from people who are who have a lot of experience in science and lifting weights. So I learned this concept, priming muscles, right? Mm-hmm. So when I am compound movements, a lot of muscles assist that particular movement, right? My in deadlift and while squatting, I wasn't using a lot of my hip mm-hmm. strength. So that put a lot of load on my lower back. Yeah, because my hip wasn't assisting. So then I started using resistance band and slightly, you know, doing like slightly prepping those muscles. Mm-hmm. And if if I'm gonna do uh, a bench press. using resistance band and like like slowly pulling and yeah. stuff like slowly priming warm up not in the sense where like i'm sweating or like heating the body up that's It's also like, part of warm up hmm. in colder countries not india uh, you need some warm up before lifting hmm. because in colder country what happens is blood flow is a bit restrictive hmm. so you need some warm up before the workout yeah let's talk about that now when when you go to a gym like hmm. a proper gym bro he starts his exercise with stretching right he stretches and his warm up is like run and then stretch are those the best form of warm ups no according to you not depending upon what the person's goal is okay let's say a typical like weightlifting session like like, like weightlifting or powerlifting or just normal gym bro stuff <laughs> <laughs> i'd say let's take someone who has like a basic level routine like push pull legs or like full body workout like any basic level stuff like what would don't you don't need uh, stretching in my opinion if hmm. it's a routine for him we can't stop that because it's baked in him like hmm. that's a routine for him if he doesn't do that it it, it won't feel complete yeah yeah like when you get up in the morning if you don't brush your teeth it feels like something is missing then it will hinder it the whole day <laughs> Okay, so you're saying if that's inbuilt in your routine, then go yeah, for it. Or else, that's not the ideal warm up. When you start, uh, just uh, have some basic guidelines which would help you in the long term. Like mm. have some scientific guidelines out there, which can help you to make a routine more helpful. Mm. And enjoying the training is not always scientifically based. Mm. Yeah, because okay. <laughs> science. is like uh, you need to do the specific number of sets depending upon how how hard you do the sets hmm. but having fun is a totally different thing main yeah. thing is to be consistent yeah if yeah. you're not consistent you are not going to last in the game yeah that's true the reason why i was talking about stretching is i wanted to confirm your thoughts on this like what i'm about to say is that 
the reason why we don't stretch after a point is that our body can't take load in that position right like no, because we are normal stretching vulnerable in that place so, so some people let's say touching the toes right mm-hmm. like bending and touching the toes so it's stiff right like after a point our body our, our body does not let you go down and if we keep doing that and then eventually we will be able to do that right so what i read was that there are certain positions in your body let's say there where the muscles are very weak and can't take load in that position yeah so before lifting if you stretch though that restriction goes off right so the chances of injury go like like increases uh, what do you think about that is that wrong right partly right uh that's not true for the normal lifter okay because if you are a total beginner mm-hmm. then it can be very true or you're doing some sort of a, a hard sport like basketball football like where there's some real chance of injuries mm-hmm. then it's a bit useful okay because in that specific sports you don't know your end range of motion mm-hmm. for example if you're playing football the ball comes in the top <laughs> what do you do <laughs> we jump jump or just do a backflip so there are depends upon the sport and the scenario you are in in powerlifting or in normal gym bro stuff we have a set limit of range of motion for example mm. if you're doing a bicycle this is the range of motion mm. if you're doing a overhead press this is the range of motion you know the set range of motion over there mm. but in different sports for example football you don't have a set range of motion it's up to you that's why people have a lot of injuries in there i've seen lot of people having like acl tears pcl tears uh, pulling the groin area having something like some one shoulder tackle them they fall to the ground they have like a injury over there so it depends upon variable sources so what's uh, how important is warm up to you and what's the ideal warm up uh, for me warm up i don't uh, like doing like too much warm up i like to be a bit specific to the movement hmm. but that's not ideal <laughs> even my coach is like why you, you uh, my coach is brian for powerlifting he's from the us he's a good coach man so he is like you are something different <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my opinion uh, specific warm up helps a lot in the specific movement that's my only thing so if you're squatting I'll then just, just squats yeah just squat without any weight and then slowly like with bar and then so yeah. slowly progress, progress is what you're saying do yeah. that repetitive motion and then yeah. do it so this brings me to when you are powerlifting your focus is on three moves right three four i know eight, the move max yeah. three three dead bench squat yeah. three squat bench deadlift yeah uh-huh. these three are the major so now you know specifically what to warm up for if you are warming up that is the main thing but if you go to the gym where someone is doing bicep curl and then is going a tricep extension is doing like anything that fascinates him he just he just yeah. does that right so this actually limiting the number of movements that you do or exercise that you do and focusing on the basic moves that might help right don't you think Like, no say, not really so, i also do some tricep work i also do some yeah, yeah no 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 I, i absolutely agree so what i'm saying is so these big five lifts like the shoulder press squat bench row and then deadlift mm-hmm. or like do you think that focusing on 
this foundational exercises i got the point and then getting stronger at that i also agree like the tricep biceps are very important because they assist in the bigger lifts but as a core if you don't have access to the gym yeah those five lifts are very good but if you have access hmm? it will be more efficient that way so what would the other exercises be like in your recommendation lat pull down pull ups dips weighted dips ha 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 some shoulder press hmm. some variation of leg extension leg press some ex- variation of leg curls and lunges and all can they replace so can leg press replace squats not entirely if you had to choose one would you choose squat or like depending upon how deep into uh, like the comp is like for example the comp is like one year away comp okay competition competition yeah so i was like if i don't like squatting that much i will reduce the frequency of squatting in the particular based on your interest interest yeah if i don't like squatting that week i was like i'll tell my coach let's remove squat and add some additional exercises hmm. to get me in the gym hmm. just to have fun okay especially i don't like leg leg presses <laughs> no i think that from a standpoint where you are at right you have a decade of experience so you now you know like even when you're doing stuff for fun you know how that's going to help you in a long run or how that's not going to help you i just don't think about it hmm because thinking about it also creates more stress i'm like let's do what i like now hmm and think about it in after the res- results comes in okay i'll train for some years some and we'll have my program actually has a graph in built Hmm. so we can have like a good look at the program if it's working or not so my coach make this excel sheet which uh, analyzes my uh, uh, sets my hypertrophy sets my strength sets my one rep max estimation on the particular sheet so i have an idea of if this is working or not or we should change it because there are various blocks uh for example i'll give a basic example of strength uh, strength block and hypertrophy block in strength block we are more focused toward uh, getting the one rep max higher hmm. in hypertrophy block we are just aiming to increase the volume in the particular lifts volume in the sets number of repetition number of sets and sometimes the number of weight also that's the thing two different focuses yeah one strength where you can't you always gain, gain strength hmm as i said it's not linear you i mean mixing things up also helps right like yeah you focus on this for a couple of days and then go not for not a couple of days a couple of weeks okay so it has to do with the programming so that's why i so programming is key programming nutrition handling other life stresses hmm that's key how you manage it's all about management hmm that's why i like doing business because i am able to manage that also and learn from that aspect like how to manage mm. my training aspect also yeah, so yeah. there's lot of things you can learn about yeah in every aspect of life yeah that's true you know before like i told you when i started lifting weights early on right i didn't have anything better to do <laughs> to be very honest there was lockdown my college was also done i was like i didn't have anything better to do now let's focus on like getting fit or whatever my goal was back then i was like on it on it on it on it on it 
but then slowly things change so i like right now i have this podcast right i have my 9 to 5 to fuel this podcast and i also have another youtube channel where i review movies oh, nice. and i do reaction so i have three stuffs i'm also married oh and nice <laughs> so like slowly a lot of things come in your life and you have to prioritize other things in your life so workout was like my like this was my life main sort priority. of yeah main point of my life now slowly other things yeah, come in right priority changes over yeah. life and then focusing on that holistically like exercise should complement your life like Not whatever you do yeah it shouldn't it shouldn't be the other way around it makes sense when you say that you know you have business you have other things and whatever you do you should be able to manage everything all yeah all the stuff currently i would say i'm not that great but i'm learning how to manage all mm. the things i'm just at a stage i'm like too young right now <laughs> for my point of view <laughs> i'm just 26 <laughs> so i am learning stuff as i going on will take some time to get everything under control but i'm just trying learning every day yeah yeah you know the the reason why you focus on other things in your life is that you start identifying less with fitness and workout right so recently when i got married i didn't work out for a month or so and then since i was not working out my appetite was high because before that i was working out mm-hmm. so i slowly put on some fat if i identify myself with just workout right that becomes an obsession like then i start feeling bad okay now i'm fat like now i need to focus on other things because i'm representing myself with this fitness so i was putting i had a post like transformation post <coughs> on instagram and people recognized me all all the people that i know like my friends everyone recognized me like my weight loss was very drastic because there was lockdown and they saw me once and the next time they saw me i was like a changed person to them so they started recognizing me they started giving me compliments i slowly started identifying myself with that you know okay now that people saw like this if i become fat that's like, a good motivation yaar <laughs> i mean it is a good motivation but i was like identifying with that with fitness aspect and how as, i look as a lot of, yeah. yeah and then slowly i thought you know what i have other things in my life and i started like m- increasing my horizon so then then i started become i started became mentally healthy okay not just physically like i i became less obsessive with my food if i ate junk food it would make me anxious slightly uh, does that happen to you uh currently like I'm, as i'm powerlifter so i can eat everything but currently i am reducing my weight to change the category and to be much healthier because mm-hmm. i was at the point of i was like 116 kg at my height that's not healthy to be very honest i'm not fat shaming anyone uh it's not healthy to carry around that that much of weight but you also carry a lot of muscle mass right but carrying that much much of fat is very dangerous in the long okay. term it can block your heart hmm and i don't want to die <laughs> <laughs> simple as that and i was not able to do my fun stuff man hmm like playing football with my friends as football is a big passion of me like used to be but i you were feeling heavy and not able to move even if i like walk a flight of stairs i was like out of breath now i'm i'm healthy i can wear pants and t-shirt and look good also i'm so that's my goal to look good also and to lift more hmm. currently if i eat any junk food that made me anxious then i realized like you were talking about the fitness influencer aspect the parts that they don't tell you yeah i think this all comes under that like the mental game, game. that they have 
how much they look at themselves in the mirror and their obsession with eating but uh, like i have a uh, what do you say idea right now uh eating junk food uh, like in a week one time is not mm-hmm. a bad thing but yeah. eating junk food every day that's a big thing and junk food depends upon what do you categorize as junk like even eating too much apple is not good for you yeah <laughs> like we have to maintain a sort of discipline yeah. in what you eat what you consume yeah yeah in my opinion obviously yeah, yeah. someone might be different but again uh it's about what makes you happy in the long term so i think like if i don't eat this now will i be happy hmm. uh will i be able to play sports with my friends will i be able to walk my dog properly and i think the long long term thing hmm. the other aspects of your life like will this help yeah. you because i've seen people uh, changing the story uh, with uh, taking drugs hmm. performance enhancing drugs uh, with that there comes a lot of health issues yeah and they just do that for the short term goal and after that they are gone yeah hormones are out of whack yeah for that stuff i just think it as a long term and i was like why should people do this if yeah. you're not going to live forever <laughs> yeah yeah this happens when you dri- when you let your insecurities drive your actions right yeah like i don't say that i have never thought of taking drugs i had like thought like when i was younger like i'll just take this drug and look good and everyone will be my fan but uh my friend uh, uh vijay kute uh, he was the owner of uh, the previous gym i used to go fit nation so he was like why look at the bigger picture then i opened my eyes like yeah after 10 years who's going to care about my name how big i was i had a very opposite experience okay at the gym that i i started in bangalore so i used to go to the gym when <laughs> so when you go to local gyms when you go to places like in bangalore or people who take drugs and they they go to bodybuilding shows they win couple of competitions and they become trainers that's the like that like how big you are becomes the criteria of if you are a trainer or not okay you know i'm saying in a very educationally backward place I, i'm saying fitness education so i used to go to the gym where the, he was our trainer like he was like max out all the time type of trainer oh he was like max out all the time and he wasn't educated in the field basically yeah. anything that he learned because he was big and all that my friend who was very like he was fat and he we both used to go to the gym one day he suddenly hinted like what are you planning on taking steroids so had if if we had plans of taking it he would probably help us take it yeah uh, we didn't have a open conversation about that but we know what he was talking like what what he did i've seen like lot of people make make money out of this yeah especially in mumbai like in mumbai not time mumbai mumbai mm-hmm. people uh they do this as a job okay like selling drugs to people that's why i don't like this industry specifically the drug side so there's this powerlifting people who everybody enters into fitness because they want to look good but then slowly when you start moving powerlifting right i've seen a lot of powerlifters 
talk about the how do I put this the bodybuilding the aesthetics community the ills of it you know like yeah. the steroids the bodybuilding like you that's not a good thing a lot of aesthetic related uh, endeavors body dysmorphia that's the main issue of bodybuilding side hmm. but again if you want to look good you can do it naturally but it will take some time a lot of time yeah i've seen people just to look a bit better they use performance enhancing drugs just to lift 1 to kg is more they use performance enhancing i don't like that mindset because they don't have a bigger picture in the mind yeah but uh, as i said i was also a teenager some at the moment my friend like don't do this why you are she he saw me in a different light mm. he was like if you can lift this much now picture yourself 10 years from now mm. i was like yeah why not <laughs> and also when you are lifting heavy when you are getting strong do do muscle let's say the stuff inside your muscle like what surrounds your bone and then slowly comes to muscle that becomes bigger right like i've seen people i mean look at you you are very big you have a very uh, your bicep size is like huge and people who try to focus on aesthetics and they want biceps to grow i don't think they can have biceps as you have focusing purely on aesthetics depends upon uh, what you're training for example there are lot of things especially the insertion of the muscle my insertion is a bit low so my muscle belly looks a bit bigger okay uh, have you seen rithik roshan biceps mm. his insertion is over here it looks very bumpy yeah but in a t-shirt if he wears the t-shirt it won't look at, as good as someone who has a insertion at the uh, bottom no but your arm size is bigger yeah not just isolating bicep but your arm size is bigger and even your forearm right that's because of training yeah 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 like do big lifts that you do and you carrying not of that because no? of loading and unloading plates <laughs> specifically okay. the powerlifting plates we <laughs> i have at my place so they're very heavy they're not heavy they're very thin so not able to grip them properly that mm-hmm. brings out the strength in the hands specifically <laughs> but the point i was trying to get at is when you get stronger right like when you become like when you are able to lift heavy you are muscle size also increases right do yeah. you think it takes a time but it will increase yeah although people that's where though when you see people in their 30s and 40s have like though the best physique they ever had i'm talking about natural people because they've been lifting so consistently that yeah. they get stronger, stronger and then they have like a best muscle like they've the very big i have a client who was like 50 or 47 He is like lifting two hundred kg right now. Deadlift. Wow. He's a masters two player. I have a lot of clients. I used to have like this client, fifty five years client. He used to deadlift like one eighty kg. Normal, sumo deadlift. Conventional also. He had no issues. So it's upon you how hmm. you portray the journey. Yeah. Like if you are able to uh, deal with it mentally, you will be able to do it for a long time. Hmm. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, right? Like before recording, we were talking about like you come into fitness <laughs> for wrong reasons, yeah, <laughs> but you stay for the right reasons because of the mental. If I hit the gym, if I work out, it gives me a feeling that you know what? Today I did something for myself, and that is like a a way of showing love for myself. Okay, self affection. Yeah, like a self affection, and also it boosts my confidence. 
that's why lift right now because i get to uh, lift in a community where people can't lift or uh, people see me as like a what do you say uh role model hmm. that's happening to me currently i i don't boast about it but i e- even if i have inspired one uh, one of my followers that's a big thing for me hmm. i like that's i'm done yeah <laughs> no more to achieve in the life yeah but and that completely makes sense man like you do for the right reasons after a point of time like all your insecurities fade away and then you your fitness and then right reasons stay i was in insecure before this hmm. yeah i was before like this in the sense before cutting my body weight okay you mean a few months back few months back yeah hmm. uh, like back in april i was like very fat i was like 116 kgs i didn't look my best i didn't had the best confidence in me but i used to lift heavy hmm. right now i still lift heavy but i look much better and i have the confidence in me Hmm. So that's the thing. You look great, man. You look great. Right now, it's I'm looking <laughs> great. But at the time, I was very heavy, man. My waist was like forty-seven inches. Right now, it's like thirty-seven. Ten mm. inches? Yeah. Oh my God, that's a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> right now, my weight is around hundred and two kg. It's around like fourteen uh, kgs, and still mm. I have to go down. I. I thought of competing in eighty three, but that's too low for me. Let's see upon how lean can I get mm. while maintaining the lifts. Yeah, like without losing your strength. The strength you can't lose strength. You just uh, change the leverage. Hmm. If you. What do you mean by that? Can you leverage is basically. Uh, have you ever been on a seesaw? Yeah. If someone fats sit over there. you will be you will be able to get the seesaw down no there's some technique to it yeah like you jump or like try, try to do something or like yeah. get, get down and get pull down. this yeah so that is basic leverage hmm. so just to lift a particular weight hmm. you need to have some sort of weights in different region of the body okay to maintain the lift you cue differently as well yeah right now I'm a bit like 14 kg is lighter so i have like different cues i have to develop them mm. because it's a new thing for me also yeah you're, so as i live discovering things for yourself as i lift i'll get used to it mm. that's the thing just be just have to be consistent with it yeah it will get to you <laughs> so i am also planning on uh, like focusing on this big lifts i want to get stronger at them let's say i don't i'm not planning on competing but i want to get strong at the powerlifting lifts so do you have any uh, recommendation for me in terms of how do i program this because i mean like, like you don't have to be very specific but people who are listening even they also might be in a place where you know what now i let me focus on getting stronger at the big lifts can you suggest like a very basic level or like a programming like how should one approach this if you're just starting away there are many free programs available out there Okay. Just search powerlifting programs. You'll get some free. Do they help? Do are there any like the... bad programs and then? No, it depends upon you, man. Okay. You can have a look at them if mm. you like it. Mm. It's a good program. Okay. It's just about the belief. Okay. If you believe this can help you to get you somewhere else, it will. Mm. Most the thing is belief. If you don't believe in that, it won't help. 
ओके सेम गोज इन द कोचिंग इफ यू डोंट बिलीव इन योर कोच ही कैन हेल्प यू सो इट कांट हेल्प यू बट देयर माइट बी चांस ऑफ हैविंग अ बैड कोच और अ बैड प्रोग्राम राइट लाइक या बट बिलीफ इज द वन थिंग दैट इज अ इशू फ्रॉम आवर सेल्फ प्रोबब्ली यू विल गेट अ बेटर कोच विल गेट अ बेटर प्रोग्राम बट हैविंग बिलीफ इन द in in in, in that in the system is what you're saying i get that yeah a bad coach is a uh, is what in india there are like a lot of bad coaches out there who just give you a free template which is already out there in the market mm. for free mm. they're charging it for <laughs> ridiculous amounts yeah. so that's what i'm uh, like saying over here it's mm. just try out the free programs, free programs. Mm. and and see you will progress for like one two years Okay, and after that you you have a choice of learning more about it, mm-hmm. like I did, or hiring a coach, like I did. <laughs> okay, so yeah, but eventually, hiring a coach would be ideal. Uh, depending if upon if you if if you're going on a very competitive level or not competitive, but getting like too getting strong, lifting heavy, lifting heavy. Yeah, mm. I would recommend like getting a coach when you're very serious about it and mm. you have the uh, money for it. Mm. That's the main thing because coaching is a bit expensive. Compared yeah. to programs, free programs out there, but yes, it will help. But it will take some time to get the communication. Be patient. Communication also depends. If you and your coach don't hit off, mm-hmm. you don't bond well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a big issue. Yeah, and you need to change the coach. True. But when you bond with the coach, yeah, mm-hmm. and you can like you have the connection. Like when you feel low, she will know that you're feeling low. Mm-hmm. Let's change change. It's like a very, it's a brotherhood, it's a mentorship, mentorship right? basically. Mentorship, like it, it, it helps on a very personal level and also professional level. Like it, it comes like that, right? Recently, what happened with my coach is I told him to increase the sets. Hmm. He was like, <laughs> because I like I don't uh, like having more sets on the uh, back down sets. I hate too much volume. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a bit a stress on the body. But now I'm able to cope up with that because my cardiovascular health, health is, is better. Up, so I can do it. So he was surprised. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was just thinking that, but he's like, let's take it uh, a bit slow. Let's increase it. Then I'm like, okay, it's up to he you. He understood how to yeah. approach better. Yeah, and after that, we are doing decent enough right now. Mm. That's the thing. Any other tips for me? or someone who be consistent that's it make it a part of a life not a priority but a part of a life hmm. like if you wake up just go for a walk if you want to get just healthy or when you wake up just hit the gym if hmm. you make it a part of a life it will go a long way yeah because uh, you can't look good in like one two years it will take some time to get the building yeah, yeah. building process is a long time yeah So that's my thing, man. So that's strong, bro. <laughs> that's my motto. That's my company's brand name. So where do people check your stuff? The accessories that you provide to the powerlifting community. Where do people check your socials? How do people connect with you? Uh, Grandgear dot in is my website for all the exercise stuff. The strength mob dot. in or com i don't remember clearly <laughs> try both of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> there you can reach to us uh, for coaching stuff we have two more coaches vidhan pavnekar and deva khule 
and uh, after that uh, you can reach out to me on instagram but don't say hey hello <laughs> write the whole stuff <laughs> because i can't reply i can i can't have a conversation over instagram hi hi it's a bit difficult no short conversation get to the meat of it yeah <laughs> just write what you want so i will be able to check when i'm free any deadlifts right any deadlifts yeah so i'll be uh, linking to all those stuff that you mentioned in the bio so people can just go there and check uh, so thank you so much man for thank you man this. thank you for having me it was a very learning experience i i think that i made a good friend today and hopefully in in the future we get to make because you made a friend today because of this <laughs> because of this if it, it was not here i would like kon hai ye so you're saying because i'm a naruto fan we because we you are instantly <laughs> you are an anime fan you believe yeah. in something yeah so that's yeah. why even my coach is a fan of naruto really yeah that's why we bond <laughs> like there should be some similarities similarities between yeah, yeah. two bond you have mutual likings mutual likings if you don't like anything what will you talk about yeah that's the main thing yeah we so, bonded over that tattoo <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for educating me today it was really fun hopefully we get to do this more often so yeah thank you thank you for me having me on the podcast parting words sada strong raho <laughs> <laughs>